Why don't you just get food? You can get food from upstairs, right? Yeah, no, no. I need. I'm, my daughter's coach. She did a whole thing. Oh, well, we can. I can go home and eat. It's fine. No, no. Can we go home and eat? Like, what? What, what, she, what does she cook? Bro, that was kind to mine. What did she cook? She cooked. She cooked for her boyfriend. She's so annoying. What she does is very annoying. She'll take all my stuff and present for her husband, for her <laughs> boyfriend. And I'm like, so where's ours? This little thing here, and then man gets man. It's, it's there's a dynamics are mad. She is a really good wife. I had to I had to cast them yesterday because I came home to dishes in the sink. He slightly moved in. Okay. But he's a good guy, so I'm allowing it. So, like, did they leave dishes in for a long time? Maybe they just finished and they were watching or something. Listen, my rule is... As soon as you finish. Wash that shit. Yeah. Don't, because... What if you're watching, like... I don't give a damn. We've got pause and rewind. But what if it's live? Then that's your business. Where are front room is positioned? The TV, you can look while you're washing. Fair enough. <laughs> From the kitchen. Say no more. I'm so vexed and I've cussed them both. That's his first time he's got cussed by me as like yeah. his future yeah, this mother in law. No, don't take the piss, guys. And it's you. Oh, I'm going to get mad. Oh, wow. I'll save it for the aunties. I was getting vexed. I actually swore. I swore. Wow. I was like, no, you lot taking a fucking Maybe picture of disrespecting me in my yard. You are. You've already got an intro, mate. Oh, wow. <laughs> an angry black mother. Mm. That's who the hell I am. Who I really am is a queer jamfy, founder of the British Blacklist, the best media platform for the world for black British creatives and actually creators from the UK. It is the best. I'm also the creator, co-creator, co-executive producer, mm. leader, boss of the Circle podcast. Mm. I am also a liar. I am also music producer. <laughs> yeah. What's your producer name? Huh? What's your music producer name? AK Sweets. Oh, right. Sick. On the decks. It's a long title. It happens. <laughs> I'm also a doctor. Ask her why she's a doctor. Yeah, I've never seen doctor in front of your name. Exactly. Because I'm disqualified. <laughs> He's disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> you say disqualified or just qualified? I just qualified. Because yeah. basically, my daughter is a graduated, qualified paediatric nurse. And on the journey of her discovery... I realise I'm also a doctor. So as she graduated, I graduated myself to being a doctor. Right. I'm the mother of a medical person, so I feel like I can pick a title. Yeah, yeah. And I've watched copious amounts of ER and Grey's Anatomy. To be um, fair, they've got so many long seasons that you've probably... Like, it takes longer to watch that than to get your PhD, right? Honestly. Mm, so. And I have my PhD. Right. Honorary, but I... I'm qualified. That's dope. So my daughter so, validates me. So I'm also a doctor. I'm a carpenter. I am a philanthropist. I am um, a professor. I'm a mentor to Leon. I'm a Leon's mentor, guru, spiritual, spiritual counselor. Okay. okay. <laughs> Honorary big sister. Are you done? Are you probably cousin because we're both Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. And also Mother Earth. Who are you, Leon? You can't match me. I'm clearly not. Clearly not. Um, I am Leon Main. I am a writer, producer. Sometimes I direct. Sometimes. Sometimes I edit. Sometimes I work in development. I'm a script editor for Dreaming Whilst Black. I am co-founder of BWG Limited, production company. I'm co-creator of The Circle. Possibly. Co-founder of Insight, a network for above-the-line creatives in television and film. I am the actual carpenter here. Please ask him why he's a carpenter go on why are you a carpenter Liam? because I make stuff <laughs> you're saying with so much attitude I've I, never seen I one thing favorite. that you've, you've I've never seen one thing that you've made how do you think this this compartment here how do you think that was made by the carpenter 
Hmm? By the carpenter and of I this tape. I am the carpenter. I am no. I am the second in command carpenter. Because Jesus. The carpenter is Jesus. Jesus is let, the let, me relax. <laughs> let me relax a little bit. But I am a philanthropist, music producer. <laughs> What's your name? Designer. Hmm? What's your name then? A main event. Um, main event. Because mm. surname main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These intros are getting longer and longer. Our no. listeners are going to get really vexed with us. Yeah, exactly. You'll be like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know, know who you are. are. All right, cool. So we said who we are. Who are you? Introduce yourself. Nice one. Hello, people. Um, so I'm Sebastian Till. I'm a filmmaker, so director, writer, and producer. Yes, sir. And I guess I'd I'd also say art curator. Like I run a page called Dope Black Art. Um, and it's a it's a company that me and um, Ekene Mokwe founded. And yeah, it's growing. And that's something I do outside of film. Are you not affiliated with the other dope black brand? No. I'm just clarifying because people will assume. No, 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 no. no. All right, so Sebastian, we, we tend yeah. to do our due diligence. I mean, we know you anyway, but we have to do our research. And what better place to start than the watertight, incredibly accurate, 100% proof Wikipedia. <laughs> is it true your middle name is Henry? No. Wrong. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wrong, guys. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, is. My my granddad was Heinrich Sebastian Till, and my dad is Henry Till, and then I'm Sebastian Henry Till. There's kind of like a mixture of names. Also, yeah. According to Wikipedia, when you were a teenager, you were a student at the School for Social Entrepreneurs. Where is this school, and how did you find it? But first of all, yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, I went to um, School of Social Entrepreneurs, which was, um, it's like it's not like an actual school in okay. a sense. It's like a it's like a part time school. Okay. So, one of my ways into film, what helped me was I won quite a few different funding competitions early on, right. and I used to use those that money to buy kit or or do things like that. And then one competition That's that I won through Unlimited organization called unlimited um there was a mentor that they gave me and and that mentor told me about the school of social entrepreneurs so i signed up to it and back then you used to have to pay to go to the school right and then they'll teach they'll 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 teach you about um entrepreneurship and and bring in entrepreneurs to talk about their journey and all of that but i got a bursary so i so i i got in there for for free and i was like really young usually they've you know they had um, much older people on not on the course and now the school has really grown now they pay people to be on the course they'll oh, give you like 20k wow. for towards your business and oh. and yeah so so it's really grown but i learned a lot through through the through through the school of social entrepreneurs and you'll be surprised a lot of organizations have come through that like um one person that i used to go to the school with was um andre um Hackett um who works with uh Fuse. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was in in, oh, in yeah, he was in the same, he was there the same year I was I I was there. Um but yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's dope really good experience. How much of an influence has your upbringing had on who you are today? I think on on loads of different layers I think if we go to um you know so I I I was born in Zambia and I, and I had like a a real African upbringing, I guess, in London. Like the culture aspect of that has an influence on 
me, my sister, how, how, how I guess we navigate in the world. You know, the interesting thing is you only know how much of an impact it had on you when you grow, when you're older and you yeah. compare it to other people's lives and upbringing. Yeah. And, you know, for example, how me and my wife have um, differences because of our upbringing. Mm. Um, mm. Not negative or positive, just differences. Mm. And, and um, so, yeah, I'd say it's, it's played, played, a, played a huge part. Because who maybe, are you today then? Maybe in... Oh, you've gone straight know, deep, deep into the who, 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 who am I? Um, I don't know how to answer that question. I'm still figuring it out because I'm, I'm, I, I don't think it's what I could, uh, what I could answer now. But I, mm. I, I don't think I am defined by me being a filmmaker or, yeah, or this you. person or brother or this. I, I, I think it's a much deeper question. Fair. Yeah, because I ask deep questions. Just have to let you guys know this. <laughs> So, Seb, your backstory is that you're about to go abroad to be a world-class basketball player. Yeah, or at least go to high school and college and stuff, yeah. yeah. Can we just keep it as a world-class basketball <laughs> yeah. player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trey tra- Young, Trey Young in the club. <laughs> but the funding fell through, so you took some time out. Mm-hmm. Um, started designing t-shirts and filmed a comedy. Yeah, 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 with A-Dot. That piqued your interest in film. Yeah. What's missing from that journey of discovery and what did you envision yourself being a director an actor a writer or was it everything i I think for a long time i just wanted to be uh, first it was a basketball player i just loved sports and loved basketball and then when i took that break i made upshot um and upshot at that time was a clothing brand it was like a cult i called it a culture yeah like it was like a cult cultural company or lifestyle brand where i wanted to make t-shirts and i was doing graphic design and all of this and that's why i went to school of social entrepreneurs to develop okay so so i was developing this thing where i was going to do workshops for young people and 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 all these different things um and then i started to see my love in in film um and at that point i didn't know what area i wanted to work in Mm. I was directing, editing, producing, doing everything because I had no clue what the difference was between anything at that point. Um, so, yeah, at that point, I guess I was doing everything. And then it slowly got defined through um, a short that I made called Illegal Activity. Mm-hmm. And when I made that short, mm-hmm. the producers, Najan, Ward, Dwayne Palmer and Sheila Nortley, um, they, they, they were just like, look, Seb, we want you to make this um short film and solely direct um and then i was like oh what does that actually mean and then i kind of learned through that process and then realized directing was a thing i love because it includes everything and i'm Just- a control freak yeah. <laughs> see that's who you are, who you are. <laughs> i was gonna say like you i mean i'm gonna ask you something else but um you're quite it seems like you would you're quite young but you had this vision to create bring people in so that's why i'm kind of like who are you what was your what were you around that you had, you had that type of mindset because I was young lads being stereotypical yeah. might be like I don't give a fuck I'm just out there chasing gal and just doing whatever but you yeah know, it seems like you got you had some sort of other mindset oh that's interesting yeah I think um yeah I think I've always wanted to do something that had purpose and I feel right. like when I wasn't playing basketball I wanted to pour my energy into something else and I couldn't it had to be something that meant more and did more Where'd and I've come from? always I don't I don't okay. yeah I don't know you know it's a very I, I think is it my is it my 
It's not really like my pa- like I'm not like Tupac where my where my mum was like in the Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not anything direct like that, but I think I do think it is worth me probably diving into one day because I have no idea, but I've just had this. I've always had a sense of responsibility for uh, and just being mindful of what I create and what I do, mm. and I guess having like. A particular kind of moral, moral compass but i don't i don't know where that yeah it's not it's not anything i can really pinpoint you know that's fair because sometimes there's always like this story there's yeah like, it doesn't have to be it's also it just could be yeah maybe through talking more today we'll we'll, we'll figure that figure out. It out yeah and we'll bill you at the end <laughs> um, so like i i you mentioned illegal activity i remember going to the screening of that yeah I oh wow going to the screening of the key Wow. I remember when Just a Couple was a web series and then a TV show. Wow. So going back to illegal activity. Yeah. Who were you then? You kind of said that, but mm-hmm. what more? Like, what were your creative intentions? You've actually, I think you've actually answered. No, I guess, that. I guess, you know what? First, it started off as a, as a it was meant to be like a one minute um, yeah. trailer of like the concept that of mm. the film, of the, of the books. And then it just grew into something bigger. But initially, what it was is I wanted to create something that had a message and a st- and and a message to it. Yeah. And that's what I was doing when I was making the t-shirts. I was creating t-shirts that had messages and slogans. So I always wanted to kind of like push like something positive. Yeah. Right. Or that that I deemed as like positive. That was, I guess, my intention early on to do that, and then it just grew into like a bigger short film, like mm. from from one minute to. 15 minutes or so yeah. um, how are you able to because you know obviously we've, we've all seen legal activity and if you haven't make sure you guys check it out the class is really insane for that like how it's quite crazy looking looking back yeah, at it now I'm like, like oh my gosh I was like 22 21 yeah there was bare people yeah you can list, list a few yeah you can drop names we had David Ajala, Michael Salami, Shanika Warren exactly um, we had my sister Frida Till exactly we had Sway. Yeah, um, imagine. Um, we had so many people in you it. Had so yeah, so many people. Like, and it was like it just grew into this like yeah insane thing. Yeah, I remember watching it and recognizing like ninety percent of the cast yeah. and being like, oh, I know that person from music. I know that person from this show. I know this person from this film. Yeah. How 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 be able to? It's quite funny because it was like so. It was so organic, and I didn't even. That was the first time doing castings and all of this. I remember even with Michael Salami's character, there was a person I wanted to play the character so, but I just wanted to give them the role. And then I remember um, the producer saying, "No, Seb, just just watch this. Just look at this person. Just." see them mm. and then you can decide after and I was like no 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 I don't know why I was being a diva <laughs> like I hadn't made nothing I was like no 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 I really want this person yeah. and they just said said just look it's not gonna harm you just watch him and I watched Michael I was like oh my gosh he's amazing he's and now like you know me and Michael um, Salami have done like so many things yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean it was a really organic process and like some people just pulled favors um, and it was just it was just really, really random. Like, I, I even remember some people, I just had their email through, like, chains. Because I used to do this thing. People used, <laughs> people used to send, like, chain emails where you send, yeah, like, you put, like, hundreds of people's emails in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you don't BCC them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've always thought, that's silly. It's, it's, yeah. You shouldn't do that, right? Mm. And then I used to rip 
the well, emails, right? But then yeah. there was like a lot of it. There were stars in there yeah. and people doing things, and like that's what I, 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 some of those people, I just literally just found their email like that and message them, and they got and they got in illegal activity like that. Mate. Some people, and then some people just um, close friends, and we ask favors yeah, like yeah. David Ajala. Because David's always been killing it. David's been yeah, killing yeah, it from a long, long time. Right, so back right. then, for him to like offer, like give his time and be involved in the project was was huge yeah. for me. You know, one thing I would say, one thing that's really interesting about illegal activity, so many people attached to that project are in the next two things that I'm doing. That's mad. Oh, is it? Yeah. Family that's reunion. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's so, comes, it's so beautiful. Reunion, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of the new generation, I mean, obviously a lot of people are, are learning and understanding the business more and more as it becomes more accessible. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there are still portions that feel you just have an idea, you take it to broadcasters, they say yes, boom, that's it. I think your story is one of the longer game stories, how you started up and then going into web series and then going into television, etc. Yeah. Um, can you tell us when you realise that this is not going to be easy, if ever you had that misconception? And if you didn't, how did you keep going through all those times when it was tough and it seemed like it was never going to happen? You know what? My attention from, from the beginning was never on mainstream media. Wow. So I think that that's what actually helped me through it right. the whole time because I didn't care. Mm. Like, I was literally looking to build my own BBC. Like, nice. <laughs> like that was my, my mind. And maybe because I was young, younger... I, I, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of free from all the politics and all the drama of like trying to get into the industry. I was just like, let me create this and I'll just create my own content. And that was all I was doing and all I was interested in doing. One thing that I did know though, was that by creating my own content and building um, a fan base and subscribers and views, I knew that that would pay off. I didn't know how. Okay. I didn't exactly know how and I didn't want to plan exactly how cause I, but I just knew it would pay off whether it, it was every time I put a video out someone hired me to do a freelancer video and I could and I would have money for that month or something yeah, yeah, I just yeah. knew if I put all my energy into it it'll pay off and then it paid off through me doing just a couple which was a project that I did not think would have kind of broke me into the industry mm. but it did yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting how that came about as well because we done when we done just a couple. Just a couple was my way of practicing how to write because prior to that, I was always coming up with ideas and then getting writers to write ideas. Sure. And then with just a couple, I was like, I I wanted to learn how to write and practice. So I made a really simple idea of a couple just in conflict and yeah. and things like that and then that that um got picked up by BBC and then and then you know then we made we made that show but what they saw was a couple of sketches and those sketches I shot maybe like three or f I, I shot four of them in like one day yeah. by myself with no sound man no anyone just me my sister and Michael Salami um yeah we literally just shot all of those in a in a day because Michael was going to a theatre production and my sister wasn't going to be available so I just crammed it all before they left right. and that is right. what um, Big Talk saw and that's what helped me like kind of break into the industry and make my show for BBC Three so I always 
obviously you know me and you we come from the web series era and i always yeah. like admire the fact that you carried on creating your own content yeah and you were building and developing because i think like a lot of our generation and it's a good thing to to a degree i think there was an era right but maybe i'll say between 2010 11 to 2014 2015 mm. where there was like a real uh, renaissance yeah series that's the yeah. exact yeah. time period as well yeah, 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 yeah. a lot of people from there made it to tv mm-hmm. but a lot of people did it really really early i mean everyone's doing insanely good well now like the man, the man yeah guys yeah went on to do young, they were in youngers yeah and Venus versus mars etc yeah a game as well to a degree obviously because tv was kind of like the end goal for a lot of us as creators everyone jumped to there really quickly and so yeah. like the web series genre stopped for a little bit but I feel yeah. like it continued with um, us lot and you and you yeah, yeah, carried yeah. on yeah. doing it. And I think it's worked really well in the long term because we've got like, like a real like long legacy and bit of content and people always kind of draw back to, towards it. Obviously you're yeah. even gone viral and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I think it's just helped in different like mediums. Hundred percent. And yeah. I think that we were we were getting better at it, right? We started to learn how to make content and yeah. how to make tv and yeah. i think that all of that knowledge then just when we were making it, it we were making what felt like more complete shows yeah 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 and if i i sometimes i just think about it now if we were to go back if i was to go back now and do stuff yeah, on youtube yeah. oh my god it would be so sick yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd not just i don't mean me by myself no, but i mean like if we were to like just like do some content but like everyone like people are we're unavailable right now but i mean um i mean there's just so much there's a wealth of knowledge that we know about like infrastructure storytelling how to tell stories how to like run a team Mm -hmm. a crew and and stuff that um we were learning ourselves you know um but i think that that was i i I still think I've had I had my best experience making content when I was doing like my own stuff on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's you know, freer. it's great. It's, it's much freer. freer and like <laughs> yeah. there, there's a really nice. Like, I don't even I don't even want to call it naivety, but I feel like they were just like so yeah, yeah. Like, there's that optimism, that peak optimism. Like I'm gonna make this, and then yeah. I'm gonna work with my people. Like, you don't have to right. answer to no one. Yeah, <laughs> well, real, yeah, you don't have to answer no one. That's the most important thing, and you, you could just do it in your own time. Yeah, like, you didn't have to wait. And sometimes the rules can lock you in because it's yeah. like you don't want to break the rules. Yeah. When you're just doing it by yourself, you're a rule breaker. You exactly. Just, you off on your own cuff. Yeah. The rules help. But you've got to know the rules to break the rules. Yeah. And also, I think it's because TV, one thing that you learn, well, I didn't understand it when I first got in, but TV is more producer led, mm. producer and writer led, or producer creator led. So um, as, a, as a director, if you're. I'd, I guess a bit more of an author or if you're someone that is very very like hands-on mm. um tv you have to learn how to kind of like collaborate in a different way mm. which takes getting used to i remember when i when i first started getting notes on just a couple because i did not know no one told me anything i just went on set mm. and then the producer said something um, said a note and i was like huh yeah. <laughs> I was like, do they not trust me? I was thinking, I had all these thoughts of like paranoia and this and that. I was like, yeah. they don't trust me. Why are they asking me to change this and that? They don't like, and then someone pulled me to the side, like the DP. And he was really helpful. He was like, yes, yeah, this is how it, 
Exactly. This is how it goes. Like, obviously, directors still might get irritated and annoyed, but it was actually part of the process, and yeah. I didn't know right. it was part of the process. And now I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It makes sense. Like, and then you welcome people. Are you into anyone ideas or stuff? <laughs> it becomes a little bit different. Yeah. And I had a similar experience when I just done my first commercial. Right. Where things are like again completely different yeah mm. yeah mr sebastian teal's today price was not your yesterday price at all so you're highly sought out um, <laughs> but what is it about you your skill set and your work ethic that makes people want to work with you because you're highly sought out i don't know anyone that says i ain't working with sebastian he's dead oh that's <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard that. oh that's amazing you're very oh, that's yeah. amazing and that's 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 great to hear and i don't think I would I fully know that fully know the answer but what I can I can probably just speak on my approach to my work and then maybe that's why but I guess that I'm really passionate about anything that I choose to do so when I'm in like I'm 110 20 30,000 percent in mm -hmm. so like so and I don't mind doing extra work or extra this or extra that and kind of investing my time and energy into something um fully mm. and i think that um one thing that has been really beneficial to to me that i've seen differences with how other people work is i've because i come from a background of being an editor being a graphic designer and all of this all those different kind of attributes have helped me massively so for mm. example when i pitch for a job and i do a a deck like i'm designing a deck as well you know or when i'm uh shooting um i have an editing background so i know how footage will piece together so mm -hmm. i can talk to editors in a way that they would understand um because i have an editing background or you know like me i do show reels for actors so these special reels called upshot reels mm -hmm. and because of doing that for years um you know i've worked with hundreds of actors and so i have a shorthand i feel of understanding actors from a certain from a from a certain kind of place because i've worked with more than i would ha have to work with on a set and, yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. like at d different levels of ta of talent so like from stars to like fresh fresh talent to established talent so so it's been so i think like all those kind of little things kind of maybe make a combination that has been useful. Mm. One of those fresh talents is, uh, well, I say fresh, he's surely established, um, is, is, is ADOT. 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 I've been saying this to Sebastian for years. Right? Yeah. So I, Sebastian had a project called ADOT's Apprentice, which yeah, is essentially, hilarious. which was hilarious. It was like a four part project, I think in, com in collaboration with Elevation Networks. And, it was centered on Adot the comedian being kind of like the Alan Sugar. It was hilarious, right? But what what made it even more hilarious is that you could see little moments here where the actors were this close to cracking. Yeah, every, everyone yeah. was this dying. This close oh, to so. cracking, right? <laughs> like KG the comedian, simply Andy, etc. And I'm just like, I need to see the blooper <laughs> because I spoke yeah. to Amaji, who was the DP of it. Yeah. And he said there was one moment where like he had to stop filming because he was busting up. Yeah. So I've been asking you for years, Sebastian. You you can't even deny you're you're still editing. You said you edit shows, <laughs> you edit reels. 
I need to see a blooper reel. I have it. I have it somewhere. You know, not even not It's it's on a drive somewhere. Yeah. And and you know what's annoying? Cause I used I edited it on Final Cut. Mm. No one really no, uses that anymore. Yeah, not Final Cut X. No, people. Yeah, but use Final Cut X. But after Final Cut Seven, a lot of editors stopped using Final Cut and they moved to like Premiere or uh, Avid okay, and okay, things okay. like that. Um, so that it's kind of like the sequence. I can't open the sequence, which oh, isn't. No. It's which is annoying. Um, but 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 the but the footage <laughs> the footage is there and it was hella. Oh my gosh, man! That 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 production was amazing i think we shot all those episodes in like two days or something oh and it wasn't gosh. even two full days it was like four hours oh my hence God, why hence, yeah it was like eight hours in total so a day yeah we shot like four episodes and it was it was yeah it was fun it was a really fun project um a lot of improvisation from <laughs> a dot of course of course but yeah like the most so many like memes. Three or four the memes. Most, like viral memes. Like, yeah, yeah, the memes yeah. are still living, to this living till this day, to this which day. is which is crazy. We literally say in our group, like, "Don't look at me like I owe you." Yeah, like, like, all the time. <laughs> we always say it. It's part. It's part of the language, which is which is mad. And this is this. These are the kind of things that just make me feel like, oh man, I really want to get back into all that online filmmaking because mm. you know, and you know what's actually quite special for me, like the amount of people that because of the age that adult apprentice reached them like it lives in their hearts in a yeah. in a like yeah, in like yeah, a way yeah. like it's yeah. like a ch- it's part of their childhood oh, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. sense yeah. like like because the same time like for example if i go back to i don't know j cole or like oh, yeah. certain artists that i loved at that period of time like now yeah. i'm like super like they're part yeah, yeah, they're yeah, part yeah. of that yeah, your uh, yeah and and to know that it's part of um people that people's you know, oh, I watched this on Christmas and this and that and yeah, that. And yeah. it's like, it's still crazy to me because it was just, it was an independent, yeah, fun project, yeah, yeah that we didn't know would grow as, as, as big as it did. So it is ad time. Ding, 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 do you want them to sponsor us or okay <laughs> i feel like that's freaking bars or beats mm. all right so this is our advert we are being sponsored by soho works soho works so soho works is soho house's co-working space with sites across london new york and la it's the perfect place for the traveling professional to work membership grants you access to all their global sites where podcast equipment meeting and screening rooms are available for hire to view locations and apply visit www.soulhouse.com forward slash membership forward slash works that's www.sohohouse.com forward slash membership forward slash works and then you can do your outro song if you want. Ding 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 ding. I will cut that and record over it. Soho works. It's the place to be if you want to work. In Soho. When it comes to UK black storytellers, there's been an evolution, especially in terms of the way that we're being received right now in the industry. It feels like we're coming in our droves, right? Yeah. Um, from your perspective, do you feel like things have changed for the better or is it just kind of a bit smoke and mirrors at one moment in time? Because there is a lot of content yeah. coming soon. It's quite interesting because we, 
I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're in it right now, and yeah. I'm just enjoying it. So let's enjoy it, Liam. But but I he, I do hear you because this happens, isn't it? It's like what what happened to that era where you had all juice and love and basketball and all of it, and then like we had nothing. it felt like we had nothing, and then. Yep. And so, so, so I feel like there was more films in the nineties, like black yeah, African American films. Like, yeah, it feels like, like it, right? As well, that yeah, we don't, we, we really weren't. Yeah, weren't like to think there was Desmonds and In Living Color and all these shows, and then nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing for ages. Yeah. And then like it's popped. So I don't know. Like, let's mm. see how long this lasts. But I, I do genuinely feel like things are changing because I was adamant that I didn't want to direct any other people's work because i wanted i i didn't think there was anything that Album. really existed yeah, as much yeah. a, away from you and like a handful of my my my, my peers and my friends yeah. like there wasn't there yeah, i was like oh i have to be the one that creates something yeah, so right. we can try and get it made but now you know like there's certain shows that are that are being made that or or that i'm being seen for or being attached to mm. that it's so refreshing and i'm like yo this is it it feel it does feel like things are changing yeah um but yeah let's see but and also you know what it takes long for things to come out as yeah, well so that. so let's that's see that. let's see oh, what this couple, the yeah, next because yeah. something i'm working on is not going to be see, seen and till years yeah, you know yeah, 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 or yeah. like so it's like we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see in the work and we'll see how it goes but um yeah it's, it's good times for, i think it's good times yeah and I, I do think it's important for audience members to to understand that as well that te- television projects film projects take a little bit of a while to be developed and then be put on screen because even in like i'm working in beauty jar at the moment and your average show will probably take like four years yeah. yeah yeah even from it being pitched to being on screen it might take four years but even from it being developed to it being on screen it might take four years so yeah and that's being nice yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. so it's like you know all of the change that people want it will come you just might be you might be a bit old by then yeah and certain <laughs> things i can't lie it's really so certain things we've been, we've been blessed with because like dreaming whilst black because it became it came out as a pilot mm. like the turnaround for that was quicker do you get what I mean? Or when I'd done um, just a couple because it was short form, yeah. the turnaround was quicker. So, so like some content that they're just you know they're they're kind of moving quick with mm-hmm. um, is you know it will it will reach us. But some of these bigger shows, especially if it's got VFX and this and that, is gonna take it's gonna take a minute before we see it. How do we protect ourselves from? Um, that dry spell that does inevitably happen because yeah. right in the back of the Black Lives Matter interest, we're interested in black content. We're going to stop all this racism and gatekeeping. We're going to let the blacks in or how do we stay in or keep the door open as it were because I think there's an element of, oh, it's all good and then there's complacency. I'm like everyone's friends, we are the world and then there's a realisation, actually, you're not in vogue anymore. It's the next um, marginalised group. You guys get out. You've had your money. You've had your time. But how do we sustain the industry so that when that does happen, we're not left floundering and then there's another 10 years for the next generation to be like, oh, then there's another scheme system. We need to keep a sustained system. Yeah. What's your advice to like, or what's your thought? Like, how do we sustain? So my the, my thinking around that is I just feel like, um, so there's a number of things. There's one that as an individual, I don't think you're, you have much control anyway of where things go. Like, even if you're attached to a show, like when it comes out, it might, just 
not do well and then it might i don't know that that could impact your career i don't i don't know but i mean you just can't you don't have a lot of control over things so you can only do the best you can do so that's that's how i feel as an individual but then when it comes to thinking like long term like for me i think it's about building and creating like having ownership and ip and um doing things that that uh create more wealth um so you can continue to create like and and the way i see things as well is not always trying to create via traditional avenues or building solely on on those platforms like i feel like so for example if no one hired me like for i don't know like i couldn't get a job like yeah. there's loads of things that i've kind of busy myself with as a creative um so that i'm always doing something you know like i've got dope black art that that, that i build that that um um yeah, brings finance in i've got upshot reels that i build that also helps my directing but brings finance in and then and then i could always create and put stuff on youtube um i think it's about just trying to i think the the thing is uh as a creative the finance isn't it where the where how you can kind of sustain yeah. yourself to do those to do something sustaining the industry so we're not dependent on schemes handouts and I suppose obviously you were saying like yeah. in the early days you want to build your own BBC. Yeah. I'm saying obviously we can't, but we could. But what is the, and it is like keeping yourself active in other realms and not having one, all your hopes and dreams put on one dream and yeah. one financial income, financial strain or strain yeah. or whatever it is. But also how do we keep the industry alive when the industry, the, the bigger blokes are like nah oh i get you i get you and i, I think it's also just about well working together is a yeah. is a is a is a big thing for me um like how how you can collaborate with your peers um um to build but it's i think the only way to do it is it, it, to sustain it is to not this is my opinion yeah but i i think one of the ways to to sustain it is is not really about the industry itself like it's not about me because I, I have no control this is how i see it yeah i don't i don't really have control over the industry it's not my industry. Okay. yeah so so for me it, it's anything outside of that that i could have control with if we were building it's like tyler perry like what tyler perry done where it's kind of like he built his own studio, studio. That serves it. It's kind of serves it. Yes, yeah, things like things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting discussion. I don't. I don't. I don't fully have the answers to. Why but. not, Sebastian? Why? <laughs> well, you're on your way. I feel like yeah. you're on your way, and I've seen your name all year, every day, attached to different projects. Because your name is everywhere, it means that you can't necessarily jump on every single project. But mm -hmm. obviously, you directed the pilot for Dreaming Mask Black, but you've also been attached to Riches for ITV. You have been announced as attachment to Supercell, which is Ratman's project on Netflix. So, tell us about the projects, anything that you can. <laughs> And tell us about something that we don't know either. From another project, maybe you got another project, I don't know. 
but like tell us about the projects and how how that came about like how you how you got the ro- uh, the director jobs for yeah um i think it's quite interesting because they've all had really different journeys so for example with dream dreaming whilst black that was my first time directing someone else's work oh yeah um yeah. and i think that that was um a really really um fun and interesting process and that process allowed me to kind of change direction mm. i think i got tired of um development writing <laughs> it's like developing for like four years if you look you can see the gap like from just a couple mm. to dreaming whilst black i think it's like four years right. and and that period of time was just me developing and getting yeses maybes nos uh, yes and then turn down and then turn it around and do this and take it here and run around i just oh man it was just it was so it was it was long um i learned a lot though so i wouldn't take anything back but i mean it was a long process Mm. and then i kind of I, i think after that i was like oh it could be interesting to do other people's work and then dream Ross black came up then I done that, like later at the end of that year, um, Riches came up as a project, um, and yeah, and I pitched for that, um, and I really went in on the pitch um, in terms um, in terms of like how I plan on shooting it because I was being interviewed as the um, lead director for it, so I would be setting up the tone, everything, wow, basically wow. setting up the whole show. So to do that. I, you have to have, I guess, a strong vision. So it's similar to what I done with Dreamy Ask Black, but Dreamy Ask Black because I think it was thirty minutes. It was shorter. It wasn't. It wasn't like a one-hour drama yeah, for for, course, for for Amazon. ITV so the scale, yeah, for Amazon and ITV. So the scale of it was different and required me to kind of show that I could handle yeah. that. I guess. Um, so um, yeah, I, so so I pitched for that. Um, had tons of meetings. <laughs> you have. I was just having loads of meetings, and then and then I got it on my birthday actually, oh, which was amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On thirty yeah, yeah. first of August, so it was like, so so I, I I got that, and then the next week or something, I was on the job, which was, which was a surreal experience. But um, that was that was that was that was great, man. Leon, in the edit, can you delete the birthday because I don't want to be forced or cast for forgetting your birthday. And he's going to be like, I see it on your podcast. <laughs> you forgot my birthday. I'm not even like that, you know. I'm the type of person. It could be my birthday today. And if you don't, it's fine. Like, oh, I'm not. It? Yeah, man. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I remember even when people say, oh, how do you like to do Seb, Sebastian? I'm like, Seb, Sebastian, it doesn't matter. Call me whatever. Oh, I'm, so I'm kind of easy with that kind of stuff. Your name is your name. Yeah. So Riches, that was, that was um, yeah, an amazing experience. I learned so much doing that. Working with kids, working underwater doing oh, um, wow, mini stunts like working with a stunt coordinator intimacy coordinator all of those things were very new to me vfx doing like vfx here and there um for the show what like working on a set like we built a massive massive set for riches um and and that was a new experience so there's a there was just so many firsts for me on that but i didn't feel out of my depth like i didn't feel yeah it didn't it didn't feel like oh I shouldn't be here. Mm. It, it 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 was just new new things that I just had never done before because yeah. of my lack of experience, and that's why when you're paired up with really experienced people or a great team, there's things you don't need to know. Like with yeah. Supercell, I don't need to 
like have had um, experience with VFX, right? right you've like got because we've got a VFX supervisor. So. Amazing. We've had like Deborah, are you in there? Come in. Uh, yeah, she's she's in part of the season and she's part of the richest class. So I know yeah, amazing people actress. are listening to our podcast, they will know what Richards is about. However, for those that are gonna come specifically for Sebastian, <laughs> what is Richards about? I'm in supercell mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in supercell mode, but what I can say, look, like I think Rich, R- Richards is gonna be an amazing project because um, it's like um, it's a family drama. Uh, we're black people and i love it like <laughs> nigerians as well and yes. and it's just i think it's just been it was so fun and i think like it's something different for itv like i i've oh, I, i've yeah. like, never seen anything like that on itv um and i think that it's yeah i think it's going to be it's it was a fun project project to be a part of Amazing. but um so you're not allowed to tell us anything about Supercell. Fine, I know that you have NDAs and Netflix are probably recording this right now. Yeah, <laughs> us, you know. But yeah, yeah, and I ain't trying to lose this job before I, I hear, signed. I hear that, but what we do know is that it's gonna be a brilliant project. Yeah, um, Ratman is obviously on our high right now. Yeah, and in regards to was it the same kind of like process and how you got the the role for that? Like, so Supercell. The, it, it was similar in terms of like you know reach out to my agent and then I had an interview process but you know Ratman is Ratman and he loves to do things differently mm. or 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 in person and things like that so we so we um, had a number of meetings um, which was it was a it was a nice um, I guess it was a really nice process that mm. that 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 he done um, it wasn't like me like with riches you know I'd, i had these elaborate packs which were like 30 pages and th- well 30 pages i'm exaggerating mm-hmm. but it was it was tons of pages but i mean with um supercell i think what was important to uh raps is that i understood what he was trying to do mm. that's why it felt like um but yeah i will pause there <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, do you know, I was gonna throw in a little spanner and just be like, intimacy coordinator. Yeah, Sean Bean's on. been gunned because he was like, Who? intimacy. What? Sean Bean. Um, did you watch Game of Thrones? You know the king. He died. I've only game. started watching it now because Raps told me to watch it. You know. Oh, oh wow. Um, I'm in like season two or something. Yeah, okay, well Ned, done. You know Ned, the, Ned Stark. Ned Stark. You got, oh, spoiler alert! You got killed at the beginning. The, the main king. Got well, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, Sean, he, the actor, actor, Sean Bean, long, long British legend, I suppose. Yeah. Actor. He. As said, intimate intimacy coordinators spoil the spontaneity of intimate scenes. Where's where do you stand? Where's your position on intimacy coordinators? Uh, for me, it's about firstly, it's about what the actors are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get what I mean? I can under I can see his point of like you know, obviously, if you have someone guiding something, it's like a director. You know, like if I don't direct actors of obviously of course they're gonna do whatever they want and it's gonna the <laughs> yeah. spontaneity is gonna be they're gonna do random shit yeah, isn't it exactly. <laughs> like do you get what i mean but my job is to come in there and kind of like direct it for the story and this and that make sure and and uh, as well as other things so i i can see the point that he's saying um but i i equally think that like for you've got for me i want actors and people to feel comfortable um so even when i have intimacy coordinators um 
and we and we and we work with the actors it's just it's as well as that it's about a process that they feel comfortable with if they both felt comfortable with being um doing random stuff and and this and that and they and they were all um, aware of how how the other person is feeling comfortable they can then then yes you can do what you want but i mean for me i li- i lead with the actors and i think it seems like it's now a requirement right it is yeah. anyway so you know can't do anything about it yeah. you get around <laughs> it and 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 make it make it work yeah what is the worst no you've ever had my worst no was probably Oh, I got really close. I felt like I got really close with a show with Netflix, mm. and and and, but look look at what's happened now. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and I know that that helped me with this. Mm. Well, right. I feel like it yeah, must yeah, have yeah. helped me, you know, because um, you make connections with people. Yeah when when you have that but that was probably because i felt like i was like oh so close and it was in covid so it was like any any light in covid would have been amazing but i think everything happens for a reason and and you know like your path is your path and i think that um right now i'm in a really good position because i'm i'm learning from a from a from a from i guess a different perspective Mm -hmm. um i'm talking in terms of with my creator hat not just director hat yeah. like i get to kind of just see the process so that you know eventually when i do have my shows like i have that extra bit of experience what's been the most rewarding you yeah i think this job which job this job a supercell i think okay. super <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you forget um i think supercell was probably one of the rewar- most rewarding yeses but i think i'll probably say that Every time I get a new yeah. job, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it feels like growth. But I think I can't lie. One thing that was really special about this job is like how it feels like a family, you know, already. And I think that that um, um, really, yeah, has made made this uh, a really uh, rewarding um, job to be part of. What is the best TV or film script ever written? But I don't, oh man, so like, it's so is hard there, to. Is there a film or TV show? Yeah. That inspired but, you to either do what you're doing or inspired you to take it to another level? Oh, I'm terrible at saying like my best at anything because no, I, I never want to be like um, held. <laughs> I hate that. It doesn't have to be even the best. Is like, is there just something? But what comes to what, mind yeah, when what you comes say to mind like, when you think like, things, yeah. like when it comes when it comes to t- when it comes to tv like the shows i love you know, succession ozark same. atlanta um um the wire breaking bad um so those are like some of my favorite shows mm-hmm. um that i love and atlanta is probably one of them that i watch and i was like oh this feels like exactly the type of tonal stuff that i love and i would love to do and i feel i got a bit of that kick out of um dreamy whilst black Mm. um even though they're you know they're very different shows but you know they're they're similar in some ways um and you know the wire breaking bad you know those are like classics but i think um ozark i really love ozark Mm. as a show 
and Succession. Like I love the writing in Succession. I love the characters. I love um, how um, horrible and likable they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do too. And I think sure. it's. I, I just think it's such a brilliant show with so many like one-liners that I'm like, yo, yeah. this is grease. Yeah. This is grease. But I love. I love that. And in terms of films, some of my favorite films are uh, Fight Club. Um, get out and um, a random one is like super bad like I love super bad because of, yeah. of the comedy but yeah. but um, yeah I, I like I, I for me like it's all about character and I think that those are the things that I love the most just interesting characters um, and character journeys and then underneath that what is the work in itself saying especially when it comes to film it's mm. like what's the work what what is the message or the theme or the storytelling? I think in TV it's slightly slightly different because you kind of like live with the characters more. Um, but yeah, those are some. So what are you watching now? What am I watching now? Um, oh, I was watching Sandman. Um, okay. Uh, I just finished that. But you just um, had, um, Kirby How Baptiste here for the series as well. Oh, is it? Sandman. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. dope. Yeah. I was I, I I enjoyed it. I was watching I was watching Sandman, um, Ra- Rami Rami. Rami? Yeah, I love yeah, Rami. Yeah. Rami, yeah yeah yeah. I've been watching Rami, um, The Boys, um, and trying to watch some superhero things. Okay. Awesome. You know what it is? Whenever I'm working on a project, I like to watch very similar things. So when I don't similar tone kind of things, like I like to get into the energy of that space. Even like in terms of music, I make playlists music playlists that i mean that that have the vibe of the show and for me like when i was doing riches i was watching things like billions and Mm. um succession succession and a few other a few other bits um and then for 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 supercell i'm just kind of watching a bit of loads of different things have you seen invincible comic the comic the is cartoon. it the cartoon? Yeah. I haven't seen well, it, Amazon. but I heard that it's amazing. Watch it, yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're watching like superhero type stuff, as yeah, well. yeah, 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 I'll yeah. definitely um have a look because I've heard from multiple sources, man, that 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 show is dope. It's, it, yeah. it definitely it definitely took. It's me not. Back. Don't listen. No. Don't listen to her. It definitely took me by surprise. Like, if <laughs> don't listen to her. She she's a hater. If you <laughs> if you watch it right, no, I need to see with. I mean, I don't know how much people have told you. So when I watched it, I didn't expect to to see what I saw at the end of the first episode. Yeah, my friend is a comic head, so, so like so he. In but fact, we show. were in LA like maybe like five years, like a few years ago, and he was like talking to a producer saying that like, I think this comic should be a series. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, they looked it up and they were like, oh yeah, it's 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 happening already. So yeah, it's um, good, man. Wayne like, so he's told me, you know, loads of things about the about the show and yeah. the twists and turns that it has. So, Sebastian, there is a picture of you, right? The picture is in black and white. Mm-hmm. You are looking pensive. You're looking into the distance. Is this a real picture? Or it has your name above your name is a quote? What is that quote? What's the quote that defines you? What's your what's your what's your Instagram caption? Oh, I actually have one though on my page, which is um, inner work is more important. And for me, I feel like no matter um, what I'm doing and all of that, I try and I'm trying to bring it back to um, just doing work 
on myself and I think that that always I think that helps in all avenues anyway like it helps with your work it helps with your relationships and and things like that and I think that that for me is something that I'm trying to use as a quote that's a I, I, that's a reminder mm. um, for how to uh, I guess live my life um, and uh, where to put my focus on in terms of like the bigger thing because we get so so we think our work is everything mm. Mm. you know and this is why when you're saying who are you uh, it's, I, I, fi- I, I kind of avoided answering that question because like I, we we like kind of uh, t- use that to kind of say who we are and I, I, I think um, yeah I feel like I've kind of lost track but no it's probably it. it's probably on track somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Name this movie show, TV, this. film, quiz, Name this. show, thing. Name this thing. <laughs> now. It's probably going to be the best moment of your life. Yes. At this moment, yeah? It's very highly unlikely. <laughs> it's time for... Name this TV show, film, thing, movie, quiz, game. Oh. Show. God damn. Sebastian. Am I even good at these things? I'm what? only watching Game of Thrones now, people. <laughs> it's my game that I created. It's the best game ever created. TM copyright. Why do you keep saying that? Nobody's going to steal this from you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You're such a talk about haters, yeah. So this game show, yeah, the serious, most serious game show you're ever gonna play. It's the best. We, you get four clues to guess the title of a show or a film. A Clue TV one show. is worth four points. You get odd words from the title, or if the title's too easy, in my opinion, you'll get a syllable. That is worth four points if you get it. Clue two, how many words are in the title? Three points. Clue three. One word to describe the thing, two points. Clue four, a description of one of the characters, one point. Now you do have the option to phone a friend, that traitor over there. So I'm gonna go first. Yeah. The theme are films with basketball at the heart of the story, but there is, I have thrown the curveball. So look what? out for the curveball. First of all, clue one. Mm. The word in the title is and. Love and basketball. You, you yeah. bastard. That was nice and easy. Let's go. Yeah. It's right. too easy. Let me give the fun fact. Oh, sorry. Go. Fun fact about Love and Basketball. Unbeknownst to director Gina Prince Bythewood, Leeds Sanala Than and Omar Epps started dating prior to filming. So they were dating. She didn't know that. And it's the 11th highest grossing basketball film of all time. Wow. Number two. All right. So the word from this title is the. <laughs> Why would you give me. <laughs> What? No, don't. These are not Quizzy. my quiz. These are quiz. There, you know. Yes. You know. Is there a film called The Basketball Diaries? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, lovely. You're getting on my nerves. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Sebastian might end up getting the highest. You might be the highest. Okay, fun fact about The Basketball Diaries. This is the first film with Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Wahlberg starring together. They would later appear together in The Departed in 2006. I love that film. Number three, you're going to get syllables because you think you're clever. Clue one, Vos. What's that? And Re. It's a syllable, so... Yeah. I don't understand how you're doing syllables. Vos and Re. 
Do you want the next clue? Do you want the next clue? Alright. It's two words in the title, and I'll give you an extra boost. There are five syllables. Those two words make up five, are made up by five syllables. Two words in the title. Oh, I can call a friend. Yes. I can you call a friend. You won't, you won't get a good one on this one, because I ain't even seen it. But um, what I do know is that a guy who became a reoccurring actor in Sister Sister is in this. Do you want a clue three? Oh, Mark, it's Marcus Houston. No, it's no, not. It's not. Oh? No. I said he became a reoccurring actor. He, he, Marcus Houston was there from the beginning. He, okay, what was the clue? He what? He became a reoccurring actor or a cast member in... in uh, you guys actor. set me up. As soon as I was... Man was winning, you know? You. Think about sister, 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 right? Yeah. Why are you going deep? Later he's on, you and you've hung up now. Later on, no, there's a 30... Remember, it's 30 seconds like on him. No, it's not. Oh, wait, so g- give me a different clue then, because no. that one's mad. It's the same clue. I'm saying... <sighs> In Sister Sister, there was Ray, Lisa, the twins, what and, is going and on? Roger. Then later on, new members joined the cast and became reoccurring. One one of those actors is in this. Yeah, them brothers, but I don't know them. Oh, then. Do you, you want the, the third clue? Yeah, fine. Family. I don't think I know this show. Fair enough. Do you want the final clue? Yeah. A boy just wants to play ball, but he's family. Yo, I don't know this show. Shall I give you the title? Yeah. Survivor's Remorse. Don't know it. Never heard of it? Never. Oh, mate. Fun fact, this is the first TV series produced by NBA star LeBron James. It's a bad boy series. Oh, man. It stars Jesse. Well, I need to check it out then. You know, you do. It's really good. So, I think it's a very good comedy. It had, it had, um, it's Mike comedy? Ed. Yeah. All right. Um, because you did so well. The clue... <laughs> This is a syllable, right? So the clue in this one... Nah, nah, who said sil- <laughs> syllables? I'm not into I, this I'm maths. Just, just give me the know. word. It's fine. You know it, it, you're going to get it. These are all a quiz. The syllable from this product is girl. Hmm? <laughs> syllable from this product is girl. Girl. It's the curveball. Next clue. I'm not getting that. Two, wor- two oh, words sorry. in the title. Sorry, there's two words in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Next describe it as trickery 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 somebody tricked us with this show with this project project there was trickery because you thought it was one thing and it wasn't do you, do you want a final clue yeah go ahead things need to be sold for enlightenment oh my gosh phone a friend go ahead and phone phone my friend yeah so um <coughs> Who was I in win. it? Uh, David Ajala, Shanique. Oh my Laura, god, you shit! Legal activity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my own one got me. Oh, and fun fact this was Sebastian Teal's short film debut as a director. Yeah. Zoop, zoop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last one. I'm sorry, but the clue is the. Because you're going to get it. You're just going to get it. There's three words in the title. Clue two. I'll give you your second clue. Which is oh, Space Jam, Light Bike, Rebound. The. The. The films you were just guessing. Yeah. What's the what's the relate what's their connection? All right. Like my <laughs> space jam. Okay. Do you want the third clue? Flipping hell, this is hard, man. Yeah, go ahead. Legacy. Fuck, I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The last clue is how one man revolutionised the game. Come on, you must get it now. If you didn't watch it, then why are you even a filmmaker? No, you definitely watched it, but it's true. Oh what the, the like the Michael Jordan? What's it called, fam? Oh. Oh. 
surprise you. Ah, you know why? Yeah, this is this was this was actually a curveball because it's not a curveball. It's a documentary. So I you said, said film, TV, TV show, and film. Of, um, so what? What are you telling me, fam? Uh, documentarians of the world. Go somewhere documentarians else. of the world. <laughs> Sebastian Till on record has said you lot don't make films, fam. You don't make What's it called? Don't laugh. What's uh, it called? The Last Dance. Right. At least you got a point. Yep. Oh, that's why he said they're related. That was good. Wasn't it a fun game, Sabs? Yeah, it was fun. It was hard, though. Okay, so fun fact. The Last Dance is the most viewed ESPN documentary ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. As it should be. The final part of this lovely, lovely moment of time with us. The process. We ask our guests from the beginning of the season to build a story. So we had Aisha Bywaters as our first guest, and she started a story. Then the following guest will continue the story. Then the following guest will continue the story from there. And so on and so on. And so oh, that's fun. Yes. Yes. So, we've had Aisha Bywaters, Deborah Ayurinde, Kirby Baptiste, Nida Manzor, and now yourself. So, you're going to carry on from Nida Manzor. And the story is now really hybrid. It is really hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, does it make sense? Yeah. It, it does make sense. sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So, basically. Yeah. These three girls are queer. Lydia, Rachel, they're on the way to carnival. It's the first carnival after lockdown. Yeah. Post-pandemic. So they're excited. Yeah. Backstory. Rachel, she's in love with a queer. She hasn't told her. Nobody knows this. She even hasn't even realised. She does, is she just like, oh my God, I love her. Lydia, she had a, lo- a lockdown relationship that went left. So she finished with him because he was a waste man. But she's been dating online and she met this guy. And she's meeting him at carnival. Um, a queer. She's been single, she's like dating online. She's also meeting a guy at Carnival that she met from online, right? So they're all going to Carnival. They meet up with their homies um, and they meet up with this chick called V, Vanilla. She's a black girl. Don't know why that's relevant, but it is. She is like, yes, I met a guy online. He's not on socials though, but I met this guy online. He's coming down, I'm meeting him here. The other girls are like, "Mm, the same guy that we're talking to ain't on socials either, you know? But we're also meeting him here. So they start to get a little bit of spidey senses, but it doesn't matter. So they just kind of, they're in the shop, getting their juices, getting their drinks, getting their stuff for carnival. And then this guy turns up. V introduces him as Jermaine. Aquia's like, nah, but that's Daryl. And then Rachel's like, nah, that's whatever his name is. They basically understand that this guy is the same guy and they've all been online with the same guy. They kind of like huddle up together as girls. They're like, what do we do? We're going to fuck him up or we're we just going to enjoy carnival because we fuck him up. It's going to set off our day. But they decide to enjoy carnival and they just take him with him. They're like, oh, you know what, bruv, come for the ride. So they're all enjoying carnival and they try to get him loose, get him drunk because of all the stuff that they bought. They keep offering him drink and he keeps turning him, turning him down. He's like, no, I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking. They're like, what's wrong with you? Just drink, fam, drink, fam. He's not drinking. They drink. He keeps refusing. They drink, he keeps refusing. Then they're like, nah, we don't trust this guy. Who don't drink at carnival? Which guy doesn't drink at carnival? Then because of the hustle and bustle of the moves of carnival, this guy drops to the ground. And at that moment, the girl's like, let's get him. So they, I don't know how they do it, where they manage to get alcohol down his throat. The minute the alcohol touches his throat, he starts fizzing, fuzzing, (laughs) disconnecting, short circuiting, Mm -hmm. because he malfunctions like he's a robot. He shuts down. So they go to the store, go and buy some rice. They're like, shit, man, let's get some rice. Chuck it. Let's, what's happening? Let's get him absorbed. You know what they do with a the laptop. They're trying to get him back <laughs> powered up. I have a script edit note. They're at Carnival, so they wouldn't have gone to the shop. They should go and get rice and peas from the stand. 
Scripture put, says no, he's, they're going to get rice and put, peas. Put him in rice and peas. Okay. <laughs> they tried to put him in rice and peas. What happens next, Sebastian? It's a sci-fi what? comedy. What? This uh, came from the mind of Nida Manzoor. Which bit, though? This bit. Yeah, the, the, the final bit. The final bit that you just said. That, that, that he's a robot? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. hey, you can go. Let's get it. Go with it. Where are we at? Where so we at? we're now at a point where this guy does not want to drink, but then he collapses from, I guess, the heat. Let's say the heat, and so the girls feel like, okay, now's the time to put some drink in him. Maybe the idea is that they can get the truth out of him and who he is, but then the truth does come in a very mad way because he begins to malfunction and he's a bloody robot. Now, when you put your water on electrical things. You put the electrical thing in rice. So the logical <laughs> thing for them is, let's put him in rice. I have changed it to rice and peas because they are at carnival. I don't know if I'm being uh, stereotypical there, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, where are we at now? What What would you do with this story? What would I do? He is malfunctioning. The girls have gone to get rice. Like, oh my days! What's going on? What do we do? The girls have gone to get rice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So, what I'd probably do is, when they go to get rice, they come back and he's disappeared. But not only has he disappeared, he's taken a queer. Ooh. Yes. So... <laughs> they were going to- <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, what's happened is that, uh, and I'm, forgive me I'm, for forgetting their names, Lydia, Lydia and... Rachel. Rachel have gone to get the rice. Oh. And then they've come back, and both a queer and the guy have gone. <gasps> the thing is, what I would do, I would have done like we need like a a higher. How can I say like a you bigger problem? Like a stakes. yeah, yeah stakes. Like a bigger pro- no, but a bigger problem. Yeah, like yeah. there's like some sort of government thing watching yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a sci-fi comedy short film, so it's just whatever <laughs> you want to want to. Where do. we want it to go? <laughs> All right, so we're ending on not only as you dis- I mean we're ending. We didn't even begin. <laughs> no, not only has he disappeared, he's taken a queer. I think that's a, I think that's a good that's cliffhanger. That's a good ending. Irrespective right. of, like, <laughs> that it was a short episode. It was a prelude. He came up a plot point and that Tomorrow was it. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Right, it's called Sebastian's Prize. I just came exactly. with a sentence. He's like, that's, that's bear gems. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, <laughs> pay me for the rest. And that is the process. Hey. And that was Sebastian Teal. Thank you, Helmi. Hey, so thank you we, so much. Thank you so much. Where can it's we find fun. you? Um, can find me on social media um, as Sebastian Teal or Dope Black Art or Upshot Reels or Upshot.ent. So quite a few. I should simplify it, isn't it? Yeah, you can find me at Sebastian Teal. Really? <laughs> no, that's cool, man. All the spots. All the spots. <laughs> Thank you for your Thanks time. Thanks a lot. Perfect. Really Thank you. It. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. That was fun.